Diane Chorley. She's a queen of Calvert Town. Diane Chorley. She's the queen of Calvert Town. Well, if you don't buy her podcast, I'm going to send Ron round. And I've got Emma's. Oh, hello, my beautiful, beautiful fans. I'm ever so excited to be here in what is essentially Diana Ron's first ever podcast. I mean, I'm delighted, really, because when my agent told me, Hazel, she said, oh, I'm going to give you a podcast. And I said, what are you going to do? Put me in a tram car and I'm into space. I had no idea what she bleeding and well meant. I mean, if you'd have told me five years ago I was doing a bleeding podcast, God knows, I wouldn't have known. And I'm with Ron. And to be honest, the reason we're doing these things is because, well, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're getting a bit popular these days and we're getting ever so famous. Well, it's, we're starting to work our way, you know, back out like a, well, like a phoenix. Is that what they call it? Yeah, out of the flames. Out of the flames, yeah, like a phoenix out of the flames. And we're doing ever so many shows in this coming year, because, of course, it's 2015 now. Things are moved on. Now, we're delighted, obviously, to be in this success, but what had happened was Hazel had bumped into John Craven, actually, when she was in Waitrose, and he'd said to her, you've got to get Diana podcast, because that's how they'll do it now. They download it on your phones up. This is what they tell me. Now, she said, well, John Craven said to her, you know, you've got to get her out there. Digital, you've got to make Diane digital. Digital Diane. Well, I thought, I'm up for that. I don't mind. As long as you can sort to the right place, send me to the right place to do it. <coughs> oh, my God. The bleeding black plague over there. Don't get coughing on me. It's disgusting. I want your germs. Sorry about it. Well, it's too much, isn't it? How am I supposed to have you here like an angina patient? Coughing away in the background there. Losing life with every breath. Oh, it's like being around the dead. I think I'm getting too old for this sort of thing. So do I. And I am too. Especially with you around your croaker. Anyway, so John Craven had said to her, you've got to get Diane podcast and all these kind of things. So, of course, he does news round. Well, he doesn't do news round, does he? What's he do? Country file. Yeah, country file. So I thought, well, I'm not going to argue with John Craven. He does country file. And I happen to be a fan. And if I'm honest, <clears throat> the place they've sent us to, well, I don't know if you mind me asking, is this a squat, gentlemen? We've, we've got two boys in there helping us do it. Is this a squat? Because the woman came out and she had a dog on a string. I don't think that's normal. Is this jump kit your own? Is this, is this gear your own? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Why has that drum got Salvation Army on it? There's something fishy going on here, Ron. Something borrowed, something blue. Well, that is, that's, well, I tell you, if you're going to try and moral the high ground with anyone, it's not him. Anyways, we were actually supposed to have my, do- well, someone I actually love, actually. I don't know if you know Ben Fogel. Well, I'm ever such a big fan of his. Well, I was until recently something happened. And we, we, have, we had him booked to come on this show, but something happened. Honestly, I don't think I can talk about it. About me at our holiday, Ron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... He let us down, yeah. Well, we did let us down. And to be honest, I can't forgive him. Now, I'm a big fan of Ben Fogel's, don't get me wrong, and I've followed his, well, career for a long time now. He feels a very dry slot of mine between the hours about three and four on a weekday. He's ever so soothing. He's got that lovely doughy... It's got quite a doughy face. A bit like an Ugg boot, you know? Oh, God, you, I bought you a pair of Ugg... Do you remember when I bought you a pair of Ugg boots? You didn't like them, did you? No, I didn't know where they were outside or inside. Yeah, what are he, they for? He, well, he gave them athlete's foot oh, within yeah. an hour, didn't it? There's no circulation in the boots. That's what's wrong with them. He soaks up all the sweat as well. Yeah, oh, it's like the bloody Mississippi River That's when awful. he took it off. Awful. It was bleeding disgusting, they smell. Well, I wasn't fan anyway. I, well, I've gone off the point anyway. 
And to be honest, Rona butchered this holiday, basically. Well, I mean, never again. It's one of these last-minute deals, you know. I mean, I like a whiskey mac and a packet of knickknacks around 10.30. Like, that's my daily constitutional. Could I have it? Could I bugger? It was Lambrini and Frisps. It was like a concentration camp, do you know what I mean? Because they had this bleeding thing they put on your... What is it, like a band, wasn't it? Yeah. And you couldn't go somewhere. It would bleep. The bleeding thing would bleep if you tried to leave. Now, I like my constitutional, like I said. And it was like a bloody concentration. I felt like a sheep. Now, I appreciate money's tight, Ron, but, you know, honestly, it had a bleeding electric fence. Well, it did have a good review. What, what on? Um, Teletext. Well, I think it might have been the other one, Oracle. Oracle. But I wish was... it was a bleeding Oracle. If it was an Oracle, we wouldn't have ended up there. Well, one day we were sat there and there's this god-awful racket. Someone's been sick in the children's pool. And I was like, oh, well, I looked twice. I couldn't believe my bleeding eyes. It was Ben Fogel. It was bleeding Ben Fogel. Now, he's such a lovely boy. And I was genuinely... Oh, I was concerned because I thought he might have been the chicken tikka-filled Yorkshire pudding that they'd given us the night before. And I'd had a funny turn in the morning. And so had you, hadn't you, Ron? Yeah, it wasn't too good on me. No, it wasn't good on him at all. And I saw the after effects. It's like he had a suntan. Anyway, mid-heave, he pulls his penis out. Ben Fogel. He was being sick then he pulled his penis out. And starts doing away in the pool. Well, I was shocked. I didn't know where to bleed. And look, it was a child. It was a children's pool. And instincts kicked in, and I threw a bloody book at him. Filthy git. He's got about. I mean, what's he getting his willy hat for in the bleeding children's pool? Anyway, should have seen the book up. Limping through it, it was Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp's A to Z of hell. Hit him right in the head. Ross Kemp. What was it? Ross Kemp's A to Z of gangs. It was. Hit him right in the head. Right. He got a nosebleed instantly. Anyway, he had a bottle of Perno in one hand and his bits in the other. And his girlfriend, she was nice though, wasn't she? Oh, I liked her. She yeah. was cool. She was a r- lovely. She was a beauty therapist from Basildon. She was cool and she was ever so apologetic. And when she was bandaging, well, they banding up the womb and I could hear them, their discussion. It was, I think it was due to sunstroke, wasn't it? It had to be something. Yeah, because he was out, he was delusional. Honestly, he, he was saying, I am Widdicombe with his mum. What else was he saying? And he had long toenails, didn't he? It's like he'd been in a, like, was it Robinson Crusoe? He'd just come off the island. Yeah, one of the children thought his toenail was a slide. (laughs) Tried to have a little go down it, didn't they? And of course, the water's yellow. Looked like someone had thrown a barocca in. And his toenails looked like quavers. Yeah, they did. They smelt like quavers. It's bloody disgusting. And to be honest, what was his girlfriend's name, though? She was nice. Is it... Tabitha or one of those posh ones. Yeah, Tabitha, but she was from Basildon, so I can't... Remember. Tab. Tab, no, that's what they were smoking, Tabs. I can't remember. Because she had... They had a carton of... What was it? L&B. Yeah. L&M. Core, bloody hell, those cigarettes. Honestly, and they weren't like, the real ones either by looks No, it's like a forest fire was going off and they were, those two were sat under the umbrella. Jesus, the thing nearly took off. Hot air. I was disgusted. It was that cheap pano they imported as well. Yeah. So that couldn't have done him any good. Perno. Yeah, that was it. It was all right, though. He made a nice little cocktail in the end. Because we did actually become friends with River Gibbon in the end, didn't we? Once he sobered up. Yeah. And she said, actually, he's been sensitive from birth to sun. Oh, well, she said he's like a gremlin. Well, the minute the sun it. comes out, he goes loopy. Well, don't feed him after 12, then. I said, you need a bit more amber solaire. That's what I said to him. He's not a thick enough layer on. I said, get some pseudocream on him. Factor 60, at least. Yeah, he needs some pseudocream. But mind you, she did try that the next day, didn't she? Pseudocream. God, it looked like a Pritt stick. 
He came, he came out there. Look, you wouldn't get sun there, though, would he? No. I mean, it was a waste of money, that holiday. Do you agree? Yeah, well, we couldn't get it back on the insurance, though, could we? Well, that's because we went on the holiday. Yeah. You can only generally get the insurance back if you don't go, babe. Oh, OK. But we had a, you tried, and I'll give you that. But anyway, after that, we felt a bit embarrassed because we kind of signed him up on the holiday, didn't we? And then afterwards, we thought about it, and we thought, I've seen his winkle. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, not in the radio, because that's all that would be going through your head. You'd be looking at him thinking of his little bleeding tadpole. His little tadpole. Wouldn't you? And and he might be able to look at Ross Kemp ever again. Well, he won't. You'll see it coming towards him, like flying the knots. Right, so, anyway, we've gone off on a drag there. So this is basically the Diane Chorley podcast. Now, we've got some lovely people coming in to speak to us today. We've got a little agony aunt section, that'd be nice. Um, we've got the lovely Annabelle... Annabelle, sorry, Annabelle Breecroft, isn't it? That's her name. She's coming in shortly. She's ever so nice. She's a bit posh. I don't know how we're going to... I'm sure we'll get along fine with her. Who else we got on here? Is that it? Something like that. We're not going to do too much because we're a bit nervous about doing it. It's our first time. So, well, I guess we'll just start, shall we? Yeah, why not? Well, here we go. So I'm going to do... I'm going to listen to a little letter here from someone... What's his name? So I've got a letter here from someone from, called Alan from Hackney. And he's, he's written to me asking some advice, obviously, because that's what I do, that's what I'm good at. And he says... Dear Diane, I'm a 32-year-old musician from Hackney. I play acoustic guitar and love artists like Bob Marley, Damien Rice and Jack Johnson. I'm finding it really hard to break into the music industry. Whenever I play live, I get a great response. I take my acoustic guitar to the park in the summer and people really love my music. They come and sit around me and listen to me play for hours. Sometimes my friend Mario comes along and joins me. He often brings his bongo. Last year we led a party in the park with lots of Spanish guys joined us and we played till 4am whilst they did Firepoy. I think I'm going to take the leap and hand in my notice at RBS and pursue a full-time music career. I really look forward to hearing your advice. Alan from Hackney. Dear Alan. Oh, Alan, my babe. Now... You know my motto, Alan? I mean, it's world famous, actually, and my motto says, Viva the dream, you know? Never, ever give up on that desire for success, because if you search for it, you will get it. That's what I find as I sit here raising myself out of the flame like a phoenix. Now, when it comes to important life decisions like this, you really, you must take a very balanced opinion. And I thought, what would be responsible of you, Diane, what advice should I give you? So I thought I'd show you a balanced view of this situation. I just want you to close your eyes, Alan, if you're listening at home, which I'm sure you are. And I just want you to think about this. I want you to imagine that it's a beautiful day. It's a sunny day in London and you're sitting in a park. All around you there's beautiful people and they're all sitting around talking about artisan coffee and people in white chinos... And they're, talk- they're smoking roll-up cigarettes and they're probably talking about Karl Lagerfeld. Then all of a sudden you hear someone doing quite a passionate rendition, a cover of a song that takes you back to that time you went on a last-minute package holiday to Alicante and you had to leave early because your IBS flared up. And it triggers your memory, babe, but it, it ruins your day because the artisan coffee's gone, gone straight through you and you think you're having a relapse. Alan, my babe, that's you on that guitar. And the reason those people are nodding along, it's it's not because they like your music. It's because they're answering their friend's question. Is that the bongo player's Willie we can see moving around in his flannel trousers? 
I think if I were you, Alan, I'd give it a go on the music industry, but if that doesn't work out, I'd grow yourself a little tiny ponytail and move to Spain, babe. That's right, because there are a lot more accepting of people like you out there. Now, I think we've spoken enough today about Alan and his predicament. And I hope you find a future somewhere that you're happy with, babe. But I guess that brings us to the end of our little section there. Dear Diane, thank you, my loves. I look forward to answering some more of your questions another time. Taste test. Right, can you... Ron, can you stop eating those bloody crisps? Sorry, I'm you can hear it. Well, you can hear it on the thing. Sorry. It's wrong. It's not very professional. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you now to a new part of the show. Well, it's a new show altogether and it's called Taste Test. And in Taste Test, we're going to go through um, basically tasting different things each time we do a podcast. So we'll talk about something. I don't know what, you know. I don't know that far ahead, but basically it's a bit about consumer rights because I'm all about consumer rights. And a lot of you know that I know already who followed my career. And I remember I queued up once in a B-Jams in, well, in Canvey because I bought some uh, ham coujons, I think, anyway. Turns out three of them were just batter. I thought, I'm not having that, so I took them back. It's only 30p, but it's worth it. Now, I'm delighted, absolutely over the moon to say that we're joined today by the beautiful... Annabelle Beecroft, and she's come to talk to us about bangers. Yeah, sausages. Big ones, small ones, meaty ones, free-range ones, even rare ones. Um, now, bangers, they're your favourite dish, aren't they, Ron, babe? You love a banger. Saudanio. Yeah. Uh, sausages and mash. Yeah, 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 you like that. And there's yeah. uh, sausages and... So, uh, yeah, but, we, I mean, we don't need to go through every sausage dish, do we? There's no point in doing that. Desperate bleeding down over there. And it, it, it is terrific... Annabelle, my gorgeous babe, have you here? You look bloody gorgeous. Can I say you look like a you look like a young Duchess of Kent? She's my favourite royal, actually, because I saw her once having. She beat. I was in Krakow, I think, it was somewhere in Poland, and I saw her beat Jeff Capes in an arm wrestle. <gasps> no. Yeah, she's military trained. She's quite a strong woman. She's got goodwill. Goodwill. Oh, Diane, it is wonderful, really wonderful to be here. And oh, my father wanted to pass on a, a message. Um, he was. Well, still is a massive fan of yours, especially back in the eighties. It's totally crazy about oh, you. Oh, well, that's you know what though. That's not unusual, is it, Ron? No. I mean, do we have a Beecroft on the on the uh, on the list? Is he a big bloke with a moustache? Oh yes, yeah. Wooden leg. No, no. No, no he's not leg. on a restraining order then. Oh god, because we had a list of people who couldn't come near me because they, really? they would be nuts. They would throw things at me like <gasps> nail clippings. Oh, it was that's horrendous. Disgusting. I've got one in my ear once. Oh, poor you. Now. To be honest, I don't know much about sausages, but we will, you know, endeavour to find out a bit more about mm-hmm. that throughout the show. So, go on, tell me about them, sausages. So, yes, sausages, I mean, as we all know and love, they're a wonderfully traditional staple of um, the English kitchen and diet, and, of course, around the world. You know, the French have got the uh, Toulouse, the Polish, the Krakowska, Spanish got the Chorizo. Oh, cool, yeah. And, oh, let's not forget the Scots, which got the Haggis. I have to say that's not 
really a personal favourite of mine. Yeah, I'm not. That's the one they put blood in, no, isn't it? it is it blood? No, no, that would be the blood sausage. Haggis is mostly made of oats and intestines. Oh my god! Which to me, just these people awful, are bloody. You know, just kind of general. I've always thought that in Scotland though, because it's like Robert the Bruce in it, and oh, they're all into torture. So it doesn't surprise me if they torture themselves putting all that in their mouth. I know, I know, I completely agree. It makes me feel sick. Disgusting. Anyway, so. Um, what we are seeing, really, and what have we've seen over the past few years is, is a kind of shift in consumer demand, which is changing uh, the face of the sausage in the UK, really, forever. Do sausages have a face? Yeah, they, well, oh, uh, <laughs> good point, Diane. Um, I, uh, it, it's more that they are chasing... Chasing? Uh, facing. <laughs> facing? Where are they facing? I think it was the police car that put her off. Was it? God well, you're going to have to I'm expect a lot so of that sorry. round I'm here, though. I'm so sorry, especially with police cars. They just... And it just reminds me of... Anyway. Um, so what people are really starting to be concerned about is, uh, you know, where the meats come from, the quality, you know, this huge phase of, like, farmer's market, organic, free rain, and everyone's yeah. obsessed with this. Mm. So, you know, people just... Don't, they want to know what's in and on it, you know, that there's not just any old crap, I mean, to scraps in these sausages. Um, so today I've got five um, different types of sausage... Um, which are available in all the leading supermarkets, of course, um, that we can uh, try today and, you know, see fantastic. what you think. Oh, that is fantastic, isn't yeah. it? That looks like a nice collection you've got there. Mm-hmm. Um, today uh, we have a, a, a fantastic collection of sausages. Some, these, of, my some real of these look a bit funny, though, babe, face. if I'm honest. I mean, I'll be honest, it, you'll be our push. I'm a fan of the Richmond sausage. Oh. I like the way it looks when it, before it comes out, it's like a little pink cloud. Do you know what I mean? And some they do some skinless ones of those. It's like a little pink cloud, a little pink. But someone told me actually that they put there's some bottom. Do they put a bit of bottom in there or something? Do you know? I have to say, um, um, I personally, um, us at the British Association of Sausages um, do not uh, really deem Richmond sausages as sausages because they're Irish. They're not even British. Yeah, but still, I mean. Someone told me, I was having a sausage the other day in a cafe, and someone said, I'm not having one of those sausages because they've got chicken tit in it. I said, what's chicken tit? And she said, they'll put anything in there, any old cut-off. I said, I'm not eating a bleeding chicken tit. But I don't even know if that's true. Is it true, Annabelle? I mean, I can't imagine how... And maybe Richmond, have boots? I have to say, maybe, you know, that's the kind of thing I would imagine a Richmond sausage has. Well, do you know what? You might convert me today because well, I'm so not eating go- any I'm chicken. I'm going to try this. It's exactly I'm that. I have decided you're my perfect customer you're the kind of person that i love spending time with because go on babe i, I, I you going know with there this. is there is much like a good wine mm. and a bad wine uh, there is a good sausage there and is. a bad sausage and it's really down to the way that you you eat it the way that you taste the sausage i mean many people just you know shove a piece of meat in their mouth tell me about it i've seen that down yeah, candy, haven't quite, you? i mean yeah, it, he's it's, as bad as that ron honestly he doesn't even breathe sometimes I've seen him. I've seen him snort a cooked chicken. Snort one. A cooked chicken. Mm, Cough the bones out. Cough the bones out. Well, you've got the the, um, the physique. Yeah. Well, anyway, maybe we can change the way that you eat sausages as well. So here, as you can see um, in front of us, we've got um, five different selections. I thought I would keep it kind of easy. There is a couple Italian, a bit of Spanish, and and even even Polish sausages going on down here, and a bit of bread. Yeah, they look funny. They do. They look like a witch's finger. It's true. They're not the most beautiful sausages, but they do have the most interesting aroma 
So if you'd like, actually, why not? Why? Let's we try the. Let's the, try it. It does I'll, smell a bit in here. I tell you, it smells like a bleeding sausage. Like well, a this sausage is the explosion. smokiness. So, so these are the ca- the, the cabano. It looks shriveled up. You supposed like... to Annabelle? You supposed to eat the whole thing? Because that's massive. No, 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 no. So, 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 tip of your teeth. All right, yeah. Cool. There we go. Oh my god! I'm not sure if I like that. I think I've got a chicken's tip. But I'm not too keen on these ones. Very garlicky. I'm not sure either. What's that? Is it smoked? Pepper. No, I don't like the skin either. Yeah, can we have, we got a bucket. I'm not having that. Oh, it tastes horrible. I think I've got a squirrel in mine. I wouldn't be surprised. If That'll be the nutmeg. That'll be the nutmeg. Nutmeg in a bleeding sausage. Or is, don't... It, is it a Christmas sausage? Has it got rice pudding in it as well? Yeah, don't you put... I thought you put nutmeg on a rice pudding. See, I like the old-fashioned sausages. You know, the ones that had sawdust and everything in it. This looks like the devil. This looks like the devil's willy. Oh, <laughs> that garlic is making me cough. I don't like that. You shouldn't have garlic in sausages. It's have rude. they dehydrated this, Annabelle? Have they dehydrated it? I think they've taken all the moisture out. I feel like I'm eating someone's toe. It's funny you should say that it's like um, it looks like a devil's willy because actually that's exactly what cabanos means. Is it? Yeah. That so they, they decide, and then they, they add the nut. It's even got the little slit at the end. Oh. Yeah. No, it is exactly that, and it's that kind of the the the, 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 the mottled look is really what um, what we're looking for in a in a What's good. Mottled, mean? mottled means a kind of changing of colour. It's yeah, a, it's a bit like there. speckled, so you know, a bit like, like spotted, spotted dick. dick. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's exactly going back in time. This one. That. I mean, you are extremely good at this. This is more than spotted. This yeah. looks like it's had mm. a week in Alicante. This one. That's oh well, it. funny it you should sunburnt. talk about Alicante. It looks Shall we? Sunburnt. Should well, we move on? If this was a devil's one, he wouldn't be happy off because I've eaten half of it already. Well, I was going to say for someone who doesn't like his sausage, you certainly wolfed it down. I wasn't going to mention it, but you were eating that completely wrong. But fine, Diane, you were doing an extremely good job. Thank you, babe. Did you notice the caraway seed in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, oh, when you nibble that's it... That's the first thing I tasted, caraway. You know, it, it almost breaks in your mouth, that, that, that aroma does, was, of caraway. Yeah. yeah, the caraway mm. was in there, yeah, because I tasted it. You need to, it. like, mm. kind of use your saliva to really break down the... The enzymes. Mm. Exactly, it really brings it down. That, that's, that's really with smoky sausages, that's really <coughs> the best way to eat them, to appreciate them. But I think we should go on to something completely different Okay, here. babe, yeah. I'm, I'm not keen on that. I've, are we marking these or something? Because I'm going to give that a two out of five. A two? Yeah, because two, because it's filling. Surprising, that is surprising to me, I have what to What is say. this one, then? That's this a flat, flat round one. What's, what, <clears> so that, that is the... It's so it's funny that you mention Alicante, because actually this is the Spanish sausage that we have here, the chorizo. Chorizo. I don't like the colour. No, chorizo. Oh, I think that's a nice colour. It's a little bit spicy, a little bit... It should be quite... It's kind of the same, same colour as the end of your lean. sausage. I'll tell you what it looks like, my Wrong. men's legs. It does, before yeah. before she carked it. When oh. she was sat in front of that gas fire. That was it. That was the problem. Like cold <clears> beef pattern. Yeah, it was it? like 200 like degrees, it. that fire, and she had it in her flat. Honestly, her legs look like tracing paper. That is... On you um, could blow them, they'd rip. You know, I, I'm not sure that's the appropriate conversation when eating um, this 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 type of sausage. Probably actually. take your mind off the taste of these things. Um, you know, because actually this is a very delicious sausage. All right, and actually the 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 the, the, um, the colour is is unique. Yeah, it's, um, nice. it's red. I mean, terracotta. It's like a brick. That would be a better comparison. Well, I'm good at that comparisons so um have a slice have a slice ron right okay this is the chorizo yeah and now you put this all at once in your mouth all at once yeah so you fold so it into four fold exactly fold into four it's and quite you just, greasy um, i was about to say it's very sweaty it's yeah just, it's is like it ron's... sweaty or is it what i'm gonna have a try 
All right, now there's a lot of Ooh, paprika like going it. on here. Yeah, it's quite spicy. I mean, mm. it reminds you really. I mean, think back, close your eyes, and think back to the you know the times in, in Val de Lobo and Benidorm. You know. Oh yeah, I'm wearing sandals. Well, I, oh sorry, excuse me, Val de Lobo. Mm. Yeah, I've got. That's really quite posh, more mm. like Benidorm. Well, I've got a half a Carlsberg. Yeah, we went there, didn't we? We had to do because we had to get that money off that fella. Mm. That's true. We weren't there long. Let's not talk about that in front of Annabelle, though. I don't think she'll understand it. No, I like that, Annabelle. It's ever so nice. That's better than the other one. So this actually has this actually has cow's milk in it as well. Oh, that's put me off it. Yeah, it does. What do you want to put? Well, why would you put cow's milk? Well, it's funny you should say that because because it helps the consistency. That's slightly sweaty. Um, mm. Glean, which is actually um, extreme, it's a sign of a very healthy chorizo, is a bit of cow milk being just evaporating gently. Is it a bit, would you put that in a curry? Would you put that in a curry, that N- one? Um, no, no, no. What do you do? No. How do you eat that then? How would um, be the, I mean, the best you know. way really is with a little bit of, a uh, little crouton of bread, which I think you can, you've got some bread here, but also um, that would really bring out the flavour, the kind of... Do you know what it reminds me? I, I, remind, it's, I remember I went on like a, um, it was like a murder mystery weekend with Simply Red. Do you know Simply Red? Oh, I Mick love Hucknall. Simply Well, Red. I know him, babe. He's a strange man. And I went with him on a, on a murder mystery weekend, him and Fatima Whitbread at the time. I can't remember. I think they were together. And we had some funny old food there. I'll tell you, they brought some things out. I remember something looked similar to that one, what was there. And which we had one, that wrapped round a melon or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, is that, that right? Is that uncooked bacon? No, yeah, that, that is unco- um, prosciutto crudo. Prosci- this is Italian. Prosciutto. Oh, I would have gone for Greece with the sound of that, but... Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like the look okay. of it again. It looks it looks quite undercooked. Yeah. Is it cooked? Is, is it, it raw? No, it's absolutely cooked. It's smoked. It's hung. Oh. Mm. So what is this we're eating? Not, so this is actually quite a pure um, version of, you know, of any of these here. This has the least ingredients in it. It's basically just meat and salt. But it's hung, strapped... Up oh, for yeah, right. yeah, for for up to you know twenty eight days, thirty four days, depending. Oh, I don't on like the, the smell of it. it. Smells like a butcher's. No, I know I've hung meat up before, and I know what it smells like. It smells. No, that's not thirty four days. No, it smells a bit off. Mmm, that smell. Do you like oh, that? it just. I think I'm on another I, planet with all this. I'll tell you, I give mean, me a chicken Kiev any day. How can you say that, Diane? Come, am I not converting you? Well, that I means. don't know, babe. Okay, I well, just, I'm not used to eating things like this, you know. I like it in a sauce, but this is all raw. Why don't you try it with a little bit of bread? That's a nice idea. A little, just just tear off, just gently tear this? off a what tiny bit of... For, just, you know, there you go, grab the knob. Oh, God. This time of day. So what do I do, just stuff it on? Yeah, because I don't like the texture oh, in that, my mouth. That, that's quite... <clears throat> that was quite... Is that too much Roughly, bread? Roughly, well, yes. I mean, you know, it needs to be a kind of, you know, 20-80 ratio bread to um, prosciutto. I wouldn't even know where to start with the 20-80. Okay, well, I just well, have, a well, bite I like have to it say is. it's just a little bit, I you mean, know. let's not get carried away. Okay, okay. Well, I like it. It's a bit like a ham sandwich. I'm going to try one of these round ones again. I do like it. That babe. is the chorizo. Right. It's and it's lovely. particularly good with a bold red wine. A bold red wine? Bold. Like? Like a kind of... like Kojak. A, like a Rioja. A Rioja. Mm. It's always foreign wine, isn't it? What, what's wrong with English wine? Um, a lot. Oh, OK. I love that. Do you know what I've quite gotten into, though? This Oyster Bay. 
Because someone's my they said, why are you drinking that Jacob's Creek for? This is Hazel, my agent. And she said, it's worth spending the extra three pounds and getting the oyster bay because it tastes nice. I swear to God, she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it much better. So you're more of a white wine person? Oh, I love a white wine. It's got yeah. to be ice cold as well. A bit of Chardonnay? Well, yeah, I don't know, really. Oyster bay. Oyster bay. I'll just go with the logo. Do you know what I mean? The See, brand. I, I, I've never... Is that I the one I get though. out of Iceland's for you? Yeah, you do get it there. Okay. When we get our curly... Free for a tenner. Yeah, we get our curly fries and our Kievs. Ooh. Okay, is that it? What ones What ones we got next? Um, so now we have two different salamis. Mm. Um, one is from Milan. Oh, right. Oh, so which is Greek that one there? Well. Have we been there, Rom? That's the Greek one. No, Milan. So these are still Italian oh, right. cured Almost sausages. Cool. Um, um, would you know the word <clears throat> sausage actually comes from um, the, the French word um, saucisson? Right. And uh, saucisson. Saucisson. Yeah, saucisson, which means um, dried meat. Oh, right. Oh. So that's what makes sense now. Because I was thinking, these aren't like conventional sausages, are they? No. So I decided, um, due to the nature of, of where we are um, here in... in um, South East London. Where are we? South East London. So these are two Italians. So this one's the, from Milan. It's a little Milan. bit fattier. Can you notice that there's, there's slightly larger flat chunks of fat, which, which, which should really taste like butter around your mouth. So nibbling, right, nibbling, little then. nibble. Nibbles. Nibble, 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 I nibble, nibble. I think I've nibble. got a bit of pistachio in mine. What's that green bit? So that's <laughs> pistachio. <laughs> that's black pepper on. Oh, okay. It's a bit like eating a tongue. This is. It's ever so thin. Exactly, thin is good. The, the, the thinner these meats. Oh, it's got a kick. Spicy, yeah. that one. I like mm. that. I like that. That I'm mm. keen on that. Mm. Isn't not, it delicious? It's still not meeting the Richmond mark. But this is great on a pizza. I feel like mm. pizza's right up your alley. It tastes like raw bacon. And that's everything I brought that's for you it. today. Right, well. Wonderful. How much, do we know how much they are, roughly? Or where we can get them from, well, these fancy sausages. I think, you know, it depends on the quality of the meat that you want. I mean, there are quite cheap... There are cheaper versions you can find in Lidl and, um, you know, Asda, places like that. Well, we Tesco. don't shop there, do we? We no. shop at Iceland. No. Iceland, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find them at Iceland. But if you go to a local deli, um, you can find some absolutely delicious versions Have we got this. a deli? I don't I know if we have in Canley. No deli. If I'm honest... What does Greek Town you do in his shop? Chips. That's oh. a chippy. Oh, was it? Oh, that's not a deli. He might get some in for us, though. Do you put oh. it in batter and deep fry it? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I can imagine one of those little Kavos things and a little bit of batter. Um, yeah. Tossed about. I wouldn't have that in my Ooh. toad in the old That's no way. Wouldn't. It wouldn't fit. No. It wouldn't fit in your bleeding toad <laughs> in the old. Do you know what we should do? To sum up everything we've learnt today, we should do a little song. How do you feel about that, Annabelle? Uh, not, not very good. Okay. Um, where's my barber? Hit it wrong. Let's do the sausage song, and you can you can join in, Annabelle. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's Saturday day. I've got a funny feeling coming my way. I can smell caraway seeds and meat coming through the scene, and I don't want to see join in with the sausage, the sausage song. Come on, everybody, sing along. Go on, Annabelle. What do you think about the bloody sausage? I love sausage. Yes, you do. Tell us some more. Um, salami. Lovely. From Naples. That's lovely. Salami from Milan. I love sausage from Spain like chorizo. Oh, you're a natural. Sing along. Come on, everybody, sing along. 
Sing along to Diane Sausage song We go sausage 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 Meaty ones, cheesy ones Slimy ones Well yeah those ones Winky ones Sing along to my sausage song Bring along a sausage and rock it along I say We got the Krakow The meaty Delicious Cider Slimy Apple Some of them are nice, some of them are spicy, some of them look like the devil's willy. But to be honest, I'm happy if I got a sausage. It's big, it's juicy, and it's come from somewhere foreign. I'm so pleased. Sing along to the sausage song. Even Annabelle's now singing along. We say sausage, sausage, sausage. Sing along to the sausage song. I love sausage, sausage. Everybody sing along to Diane and Annabelle's sausage song. Goodbye, Annabelle, my babe. Oh, goodbye. That was so fun. We've had a lovely time here today, this afternoon, talking about sausages. So go and find your little barber jacket, put it on, ignore the smell of sausage in the air and concentrate on that smell that you've got on your unique little barber jacket there. (gasps) Good night, my loves. Happy days. Thank you. All right, well, um, there's the door. See oh. yourself out, babe. All right, great. All right. Um, I'll just pick up my barber. Where did it go? Someone, Ron, I think someone put it, it over. He tossed it in the corner there, Ron, didn't you? Yeah. You t- did it. you not hang it up for her? Sorry, you tossed it in the corner? No, I did the coat. Um. Yeah, I'll get the coat. I'll get the coat for you now. All right, then. Well, well, let's move on to the next section, shall we? I'll just say a quick thank you again to Annabelle. Have you got a website, the National Association of Sausage Lovers? Oh, yes. Um, I have a personal we- website. Go on. Yeah, which is www.annabellelovesausages.com. I think I've been on that site before. Well, I've seen that in my search engine. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's enough said. All right, well, thank you, Annabelle, and thank goodbye. Thank you so goodbye. much. Goodbye. Round of applause in the studio. Well, do you know what? I think that's all we've got time for because I'm getting the single from the man. The symbol, you know, like, finish up, finish up. So I just wanted to tell you before I go quickly that you must all come down to my Broken Heart Ball, which is on the 21st of February. Tickets are available now, very cheap, £10, I think. You can get them from our website, www.dianechorley.com. Yeah, I've got a website and a podcast. I've got it all. And that's it. We're going to have great fun there. We'll be doing some, well, all songs like about broken hearts and things and... Well, you know me, I'll get this to soppy. And it's going to be bleeding wonderful. We're always bloody wellies. I'm back at the Trulawney with the gorgeous rose looking over us. I love it there. It's one of my original places, you know. All right then, my love. So I've got to go. Uh, I've had a wonderful time. Thanks to everybody from the show. Thanks to the producers here, Chris, and thanks to Tom for having us. And, and that's it, really, I think. And thank you to Annabelle, gorgeous Annabelle. And thank you to Ron, you, babe. You've been wonderful. Shh, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Good night, my babes. Good love. God love you. Bye.